Friday, people. We got you with the number one forum for Crimson Tide football news in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Fall camp is back. Fall camp is here. We're live from the the magic city of Birmingham. Streaming this to you on YouTube. Speaking of a channel, go ahead right now. Give a thumbs up. Drop a like on the show. Hit that subscribe button. Turn on the notifications. Hit that little bell. Make sure you're getting all of your alerts, analysis, up-to-date information on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. We also got you covered here streaming on Facebook and Twitter as well. All forms of social media providing you the show. No excuse whatsoever for you not to be locked on to the hottest form of Bama football. We got a lot to unpack and get into. John, cue the horn one time. Cue the horn. Cue the horn for the media. And for in particular myself, for the first time since COVID last year, we were not able to go out there and get the the videos, the pictures, the highlights of a fall camp due to the pandemic. But we were back out there today. Yours truly of TDA back out there today for the first time in a year, getting the chance to get those videos, get those photos, get the information, get that content that you as fans you crave, that you enjoy. We were able to provide you guys with that. Now, According to the Alabama Athletics Department, there will be about five to six practices, including today's, that the media will be, per- will be permitted or permitted to go out there and shoot. So really happy that we are in a sense where we're just about back to normal, having us with the chance to go out there, record, shoot, get pictures, get video, get photo, that type of ordeal. Guys, shout out Jimmy Bossman, Jimmy Cashman, Clay, that 50. Dollar donation starting us off here on the show. Daily Super Chat goal, $75. That Daily Super Chat goal there, $75. Happy to have everybody help us out here on the show. Jimmy Clay getting us started. We want to hear from you today, Tide Nation. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358. That's the number to dial to let your opinion be made on the show. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. As always, it's great to have my man John Ivory in the building doing his thing on the in the uh, production studio there. But we're going to get right into first topic of conversation. Uh, fall camp, first day was today. There were quite a few notes, quite a few observations that I was able to look in and kind of see and tell a number of different things that were going on. So we're going to get into my big five notes, my big five observations from the first day of fall camp. And number one takes us to the inside linebacker room coached by Pete Golding. And so when you look at that, uh, the group was basically working on footwork drills, agility drills, working through the bag, some striking type things, getting that quickness in order. But the rotation at the inside linebacker spot, the top four guys were, you know, Christian Harris, uh, Shane Lee, Jalen Moody, and the new outside linebacker, new inside linebacker, excuse me, Henry Toto, the transfer from Tennessee. Now, normally the first week of fall camp is, a, is for Nick Saban, it's, it's like seniority, so the older guys go first, and then as we go deeper in the fall camp and we see the guys that are going to be actually winning these respective position jobs and the guys that are in good position to win, you'll see those guys more so at the head of the line, at the front of the group here. But uh, the first four linebackers, 
Christian Harris, a Shane Lee, uh, Jalen Moody, and Henry Tooto. Now, keep now Tooto is going to be expected to have you know a big year, possibly start at that middle linebacker position. He's got a lot of quickness, a lot of ability, an elite marquee talent, elite marquee leader, and playmaker on the field. But a guy that really caught my attention today is. You know, Deontay Lawson, the freshman from Mobile, had a really good spring game. We all know this, but first day of practice, he was the number one freshman out there as far as in position for inside linebackers, but he was the number five inside linebacker overall in the rotation. Lawson was right behind Tooto. So keep your eyes on 32. Keep your eyes on Big Lawson for years to come, especially 2022 on up. That guy's a stud. That guy's the next big factor. Body like Rolando McClain. Instincts like C.J. Mosley. Keep your eyes on 32 Deontay Lawson from Mobile. But just some observations there at inside linebacker. Henry Tooto, number four. They're in that rotation. As we move to the outside linebacker spot, coached by Sal Sanceri, the big uh, note there, is King Wakuda back with the Crimson Tide? I think he is. I think he is. King Wakuda, former four-star, who came in the 2019 class from Georgia. He put his name in the NCAA transfer portal back on July 1st, the last day to enter the portal. But... He was out there in practice today. He dressed out. He went through drills. He was paired up with Drew Sanders. I've been told that even though uh, Wakuda's name still in the portal, there is high probability he will stay. He will remain uh, you know, with the Crimson Tide. And this is pretty cool and awesome to see because he's got ability. He's got talent. He's got size. He's got length. He's got pass rush ability. Just trying to find a way to get on that field and showcase that skill set. So it was cool to see King Wakuda back out there, King Wakuda going through drills, King Wakuda going through uh, different stations there on the field, whether it's exploding off the ball, working through the sled. Nice to see uh, Big 30 back out there for the Crimson Tide. As we move on now to the next uh, observation in fall, in fall camp first day, it goes to the running backs here. And uh, looking at you know, Trey Sanders, Trey Sanders was number two behind Brian Robinson in positional drills. Now, once again, this is just the first day, first week. Saban likes to go with the seniority. So, Trey Sanders, seniority over. Jace McClellan, Roydell Williams, Kamar Wheaton. But what I like about Trey being number two is he is trying to show that he has put the injury bug behind him. He is about to prove he can stay healthy. He's going to try to prove me wrong because I sat there and said, sell on Trey Sanders being the number three guy in the rotation. But Sanders is going to try to prove me wrong and get into this three-man rotation at running back for him. the Crimson Tide. It was just good seeing him number two uh, in drills today. And for a lot of you as fans, it's if Sanders can stay healthy, this is possibly the best back on the roster. Now, this throws no shade toward Brian Robinson, Jace McClellan, Roy Dell Williams, or even how special Kamar Wheaton can be. But for a lot of you out there, it's, you know, if Trey can stay healthy, this potentially could be the best back to come through the program of the Bama Nation. You, you guys just want for him to give a full season healthy out there on the field. But that was just 
third observation. They're looking at one Trey Sanders and the running backs. Moving on down to the fourth note here. This is the defensive line coached by Freddie Roach. And uh, the group was paired up in twos on the front line. And the two of the guys that were paired together, DJ Dale and Tim Smith. They paired the battle at nose guard together in a drill. DJ Dale and Tim Smith. And defensively, there are three major battles going on in fall camp. Number one, the right cornerback spot between Jalen Armour Davis and Kool-Aid McKinstry. And then you have the middle linebacker uh, fight between uh, Henry Tooto and Jalen Moody. And then you got the nose tackle battle between Tim Smith and DJ Dale. DJ Dale experience. DJ Dale has got playing time in his career, but Tim Smith is the young bull. Tim Smith is young soldier. Tim Smith is young sauce. Tim Smith is I'm going to knock your block off. So can, can DJ Dale, can DJ Dale step it up? Can DJ Dale step it up? Because Tim Smith is a guy we saw last year when he got opportunities. He made the most of them. He was dynamic. He blew stuff up out there on the field. But that was just third uh, note there from fall camp defensive line. Well, fourth note defensive line. So moving on down. Final observation I saw from day one of camp, and that goes to the quarterbacks. Quarterbacks back in action again, working with one Bill O'Brien on the rotation. Of course, Bryce Young, number one. Paul Tyson, number two. Jalen Milrow, number three. And then you got your two walk-ons. Braxton, Bark, uh, Braxton Barker, excuse me, and Stone Hollenbach. Uh, the group worked on dumping passes out to the running backs. They worked on, you know, backpedaling and throwing the ball, uh, doing a little bootleg, rolling out action, throwing the football. All three guys, strong, tight spirals. But uh, Jalen Moody's got a cannon. Jalen Miller, excuse me. Jalen Miller's got a cannon on him. Young man from Texas, he's got a cannon. When he... When he ripped that ball out there, the graduate assistant had a hard time trying to corral that thing. So Jalen Milrose got a cannon. Can he control it? Be able to have, you know, mixing those speeds on those passes, have that velocity, have that fastball, but also come back with some touch on the ball will be interesting. But good to see all three quarterbacks out there rolling and firing, getting the action going here to start day one of fall camp and it was just cool being out there once again after going through COVID last year not having the opportunity to get out there get this video get the footage get the photos that you the fans crave it felt really outstanding to be back out there again you know running around getting the content for you of uh, the Alabama faithful but that's just a few notes and observations that I picked up from the first day of preseason practice. We take our first break here on the show. Don't touch that dial because when we return, we get into the phone lines to take your calls, your thoughts, your opinions, your suggestions, a conversation with you, the Tide Nation, comes right after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Owned the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownedafourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. What's up, Bama Nation? This is Rudy Griffin, former Alabama defensive lineman, and you're listening to my guy, Stephen M. Smith, In My Own Words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll! Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title. 
don't take that tight in the air. Just don't keep support of Nick Saban and the, the Crimson Tide. I ain't in last time. Head on over to withwill.com and get a towel. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. And we are back in from the break of the action on a Friday. TGIF edition of the show. First day of preseason camp. Fall camp. Back. Got some football to, to, to discuss, to talk about, to have a conversation on. You're rocking and rolling in my own words. Yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. Touchdown. Alabama Magazine. And before we get to the phone lines to take your calls, call statement brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang. Gotta shout out McConnick, baby! McConnick, that $25 donation on his end. But daily Super Chat goal, $75 has been met. Appreciate Jimmy Clay and McConnick. For getting that thing done. We go to the phone lines now. Call statement brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang. 205-448-1358. 205-448-1358. And we start out with the president of the club, my man Waylon. Waylon, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Well, I tell you what, it's this football season there. I saw the uh, YouTube video y'all put up. It was looking good out there, boy. I tell you, you got to hit that sled like you love it. What do you tell us? Hit it like you love it. Hit it like you love your mama. Hit that thing, boys. Anyway, make that sweat pour. But anyway, they was looking good there. I'm glad they got a good day in there with a the sun there to, you know, get a good practice without that sun beating down on you, see what's going on. But, uh, uh, you know, about how many days are they going to allow y'all out there this year, Stephen? Have they said or what? Is it three days, four days, five days or what? So it's between it's between five to six days, Wayland. I think it's six. It's going to be six days. They'll let us out there. They have it kind of spaced out in between that we'll go out there. We'll have a, a small period to get some shots in, some photos, some videos. So it's better than last year when, when we were not out there at all. So I'll take what I can get. Okay, I haven't saw anything on that. So well, at least, I, like you said, that's better than last year. All right, to the Blue Ranch Gang, everybody's looking good in the Blue Ranch Gang, cities, towns, countries, and states. i tell you what, TDA appreciates every one of you. I do, too, there. Y'all all looking good. I'm going to get out of here because a lot of people want to talk today. We don't never give Justin enough credit. We're going to give him a little credit today there. Justin does a lot of work. He's the best recruiter with boots on the ground, so we're going to end it like this. Y'all all have a safe weekend. I mean, a safe weekend. Let's be back on Monday. To all the college recruiters with their boots on the ground, TDA has the best man in town. He's traveled from coast to coast. You'll never hear him boast. He has his own podcast two days a week, spending the Bama, spending the Bama news around the world. T-Town is Justin Smith, the legend, icon, the myth, with all the hands down. He's a number one recruiter in the SEC and T-Town. Y'all be good. Have a safe weekend. I'll see y'all Monday. Bye-bye, everyone. Appreciate the call. They're coming from Wayne and showing some love to our own Justin Smith there. We take our next call on the show. You're live on In My Own Words. What's going on? <clears throat> I'm just calling to make sure I'm calling in to the right. So is this the number one uh, sports outlet for anything Alabama football related? I mean, Senator Pimp, man, you know this is. 
Yeah, you what's going on, man? This birthday of fall practice, man. I hear the energy. I feel it. I see it in the chat, man. I'm looking at them boys doing warm-ups, going through drills, man. I'm talking about the linebacker group looking deep and extra swole. I got it. We got to find out what uh uh old Doc doing down there in that training room with our guys, man. Them guys look like I mean just the build. You can see the transformation from Scott Cochran era to this era now, man. Just the type of build that he's sculpting these guys into, man. And it's just exciting, man. I'm I'm excited about the the secondary, the the defensive secondary. We get to to get some answers to these questions we talking about. You know where all these all this talent go get on the field at. You know, because um, you can't keep all the talent off the field. You know, um, and we know Saban he he'll put a freshman in, in the biggest moment um, of their lifetime with with no hesitation. You know, and that's the great thing about Alabama. We know we're going to get quality from all these players that we bring in, all these four stars and five stars that we bring in. And, um, but, Steven, I did have a question for you. Now, on on our current roster right now, uh, you know, Alabama always has that one unsung, you know, uh, player come out of nowhere. You know, the three-star or the four-star that, that had potential, that's working hard. Do you think King is going to have that type of year if he gets an opportunity to show himself this season, do you think King Mwata um, is going to be able to get that, um, get that, have that type of year this year? I think, I think King Wakuda can, Senator. I, I think he can. It's he, he's still here, practice today. I think if he continues to push and 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 get more of that experience. He is going to have a really good year. But we appreciate Senator, as always, calling in. I really like King Wakuda. I think he's got a shot to do this thing. We take our next call. You're live on the show. What's going on? Hey, hello, Stephen. From my girl, beautiful but kind of hot today, Colorado. Colorado. My man called from Colorado, man. How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good. I was out about day, had my, uh, you know, undefeated season uh t-shirt on a championship hat on and man just walk around oh it was i'm telling you what it's great to be king isn't it <laughs> it's a just great feeling it. it's a great feeling man it's, like, it's, got, it's, got it's it. even it's even better when you can go out there first day of fall practice and see the guys hit see the guys having fun and getting back to work mm-hmm. yeah always yeah see these guys get to work now, I have a, a question for you. I have not heard this uh, addressed anywhere uh, before, and uh, I think it would uh, be something that would be worth discussing. Now, as we go into this new year, uh, who do you think will be our big three on the offense? I don't think we're going to see what we had last year exactly um, because they were just you know three outstanding guys, but we have some really promising guys. You know, Bryce Young at quarterback and then stacked running back and wide receiver room. Are we going to see Bryce Young going to elevate? And are we going to see a running back and a wide receiver really elevate from those groups and just really scare the pants off of uh, of other teams? You, you think something like that's going to happen this year? I think it's going to be more balanced, but if I had to give a big three, I would go Bryce, Jace McClellan, uh, and uh, John Mechie. That would kind of be the big three. So you don't think that our big three this year will have um, somebody with the uh, the slim reaper's ability to get open and and uh, fly when he gets that ball? One one of these fast guys we got on the team now is just, is just not going to quite uh, be in that mold. 
Don't quite see a Devontae Smith type on this team, but it's kind of hard to replicate a Devontae Smith. But the receivers Bama does have, they'll get open, they'll catch the ball, they'll make plays. Appreciate that call right there, my man from Colorado, giving his thoughts here on this season. We go to our next call. You're live on the show. What's going on? Uh, going on, Stephen Charles from the Mountains. Charles, what's happening, man? Uh, nothing. I, I called Wednesday and asked him a question. Go ahead. Now, what was your question? Because you kept cutting it in and out, but what, what was your thought? How much y'all paid at Malachi? How much what now? How much y'all paid at Malachi? Cannot quite, can, can still not quite hear. Can still not quite hear what Charles is saying. Malachi. Oh, how much we pay in Malachi? There we go. How much? How much Malachi for the NIL? Don't know. Don't know. Do not know. But appreciate uh, uh, Charles there from Demarcus for the call. Don't quite know how much we're paying Malachi. But also, fans, want to give this announcement to you. If you haven't seen the practice video on YouTube, be sure to check out the practice video. We have it uploaded right now. First day of fall camp. We got clips of the quarterbacks, clips of the running backs, clips of the uh, defensive linemen, inside and outside linebackers. If you have yet to see the footage from the first day of fall camp, go check it out right now on our YouTube page here. Got shout out Jimmy Cash Clay again. That $25 donation helping us out here on the show. Appreciate the love there coming from Jimmy Clay. Got to go to a quick topic right here. And the, and the topic goes to one, uh, Nick Saban, Alabama head coach Nick Saban. I was at the Knicks Kids Jubilee Parade this week and the city of Tuscaloosa, in honor of the Saban family, it has renamed 28th Avenue, Nick's Kids Avenue. And, and this is amazing because it goes into, you know, Saban's legacy, well, Saban, Saban's legacy as he continues to honor his father, you know, Nick Saban Sr. of whom uh, growing up, in West Virginia, you know, Saban Sr., he wanted to make sure everybody was accounted for. All the youth in the community were accounted for. Everybody that needed a helping hand was accounted for. He, he just wanted to see his community shine. And Coach Saban has taken the legacy of his father and he has grown it and he has built it and he has stretched it far and wide to where Tuscaloosa, when Saban and Miss Terry first came in in 2007, it is, is, is now it is way different now than what it was then. I mean, now it's buildings everywhere, infrastructure everywhere, you know, businesses everywhere, all types of youth charities and functions and foundations everywhere. And just to see the love that the Sabins have poured into Tuscaloosa and how the city has responded with naming the street, naming the avenue after the Knicks Kids Foundation outstanding awesome to see this and looking forward to see for years to come uh, what Saban and Miss Terry will do for this community and surrounding areas here in Alabama we take a break right now folks but upon our return we get into breaking down some marquee defensive players Stevens big four on the defensive side of the ball as we're in fall camp and we'll discuss it right after this You know.
know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now, you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth-quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. We are rolling in, back in from the break of a number one forum for Crimson Tide football news. In my own words, you're showing Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine fall camp preseason practice started on today. So happy to be back out there getting the photos, the picture, the videos, the content, seeing those guys hitting, running, catching Nick Saban, looking like he is already in mid-season form as the Crimson Tides head coach. As we're back in here, we did this on Wednesday, John. We broke down my big four offensively. Uh, the impact players on that side of the football where we had the four categories, that being the MVP, the breakout player, the rising star, and the player with the most to prove. So we're going to do the same format this time on the defensive side of the football. So we got our guys here on screen for this right now. Uh, the MVP defensively, uh, my guy, Will Anderson. Will Anderson, Jr., MVP, uh, the breakout player for this defense, Big Tim Smith, uh, the rising star, got Malachi Moore right there, and the players with the most to prove, uh, got DJ Dale on the defensive line and Jalen Armour Davis at cornerback. So right now, Will Anderson, MVP, uh, he had an incredible freshman year. Taught himself the defense, didn't have a spring due to COVID, a weird summer, fall camp was different, conference-only schedule, COVID-shortened season, did not matter. Will Anderson went out there and wrecked havoc. We know the numbers, so 10 and a half tackles for loss, seven sacks, a bunch of quarterback pressures, a guy that was freshman All-SEC, freshman All-American, Sean Alexander, a freshman of the year from the Football Riders Association. Will Anderson did a lot of stuff a season ago, and now he's had a full spring. He's had a full summer. He's about to have a, he's having a, he's about to have a full fall camp, which started today. Got a full schedule now, cupcake, Nestor tier games included. Uh, Dr. Dr. Matt Ray, David Ballou doing their thing as far as the speed, training, strength, conditioning, where Anderson is concerned. He's set to have a monster year. He's set to have a light him up sophomore type of season. He's got all the tricks in the tool shed in terms of not just affecting the quarterback, but stuffing the run as well. Uh, obviously, Will Anderson, MVP there. As I look at the breakout star, Tim Smith, breakout star of this defense. And uh, I go back to this. 
as experienced as DJ Dale is, we'll get to Dale here momentarily, we have seen at the University of Alabama those nose tackles, those nose guards that just see in fear down your spine, that just see in fear to your soul, that just see in fear of I do not want to get in front of that guy because he's going to block me, he's going to destroy me into oblivion. We saw this with Terrence Cody in the early years of Nick Saban. We've seen this with uh, Jesse Williams. We've seen this with guys like Dalvin Tomlinson and Deron Payne and Quinnen Williams. Last year was Christian Barmore, those nose tackles that put just utmost fear in your heart. And when I look at Tim Smith, he's another one of those guys, the next elite nose tackle that will put fear in the heart of the opposition. He did not play much last year, but the amount that he did play, we liked it. I know I liked it. But the amount that he did play, it was it was good. It was outstanding. You know, we, we saw the production right there. Of course, he had a good spring. He's had a good summer. And I expect for him to have an outstanding fall camp here for the tie. But Tim Smith, breakout player you know, for this defense. As we go now to our rising star, the rising star, no concern here. It's Malachi Moore in the secondary. And Malachi last year, I mentioned this before, probably, arguably the most least talked about defensive freshman in the 2020 class. People were talking Will Anderson, people were talking Drew Sanders, people were talking Tim Smith, people were talking Brian Branch. Very few, if any conversations at all, were going toward Malachi Moore. But he went out there in fall camp in 2020 and showed us he meant business. And then during the regular season, he showed us he meant business. I mean, three interceptions led the team. Six pass breakups among the team leaders. He had one of four defensive touchdowns he also did not give up a touchdown reception until the SEC championship against Florida's Kadarius Tony so that the guy was locked down I mean week by week game by game you saw sites like pro football focus grading out Malachi as the best slot corner the best corner you know in college football each week it was Malachi didn't give up this Malachi didn't give up a touchdown in this many snaps he didn't give up a touchdown in this many snaps he didn't give up a touchdown reception in that many snaps I mean he was doing it until you know unfortunately it happens against Florida in the SEC title game gave up the touchdown there to one uh, Kadarius Tony but this was a guy that freshman all SEC second team all SEC freshman all-american he's on quite a few of these preseason all-american team lists he he was he did not make the Jim Thorpe award preseason list and that's the one that he's gonna go hard after in the upcoming season but had a big freshman year, expect nothing but even bigger in year two here for Malachi, which now leads us to the players with the most to prove. We've got DJ Dale and uh, Jalen Armour Davis. So starting this thing off here with DJ Dale, the thing that Dale's got to prove is he can consistently explode off the ball upon the snap. That was an issue for him last year. There were moments where DJ got blown off the ball. I mean, got taken to school. I mean, got his lunch taken, got his cookie crumbled off the snap of the ball. He's got to get stronger. He's got to get more of a lower pad level, get that penetration win, that one-on-one -on -one at the point of attack. He's got to get that because there were moments last year 
He did not do that. And when you have a guy like a Tim Smith breathing down your neck, ready to take your spot, ready to take your shine, you gotta that you, you gotta push yourself to be better, to want better, and to want more at that nose tackle position. So that's that there where DJ, where DJ Dale is concerned. Now, on top of that now, on top on top of that now, when you look at Jalen Armour Davis, what's gonna be big for him is can he prove that? Can he show that you know he can put it all together here at that corner spot? Can he show that he has everything needed to to be a starter? Because when he came in uh, in the 2018 season, uh, Nick Saban looked more so at him uh, as opposed to uh, Patrick Sertan II, despite Sertan being a five star, and Josh Job, despite Job being a four star. But we all know. Armour Davis got hurt before his freshman season started. And when you get hurt, you get recruited over X number of times. And then you're hit with the, you're hit with the uh, question of, do I stick it out or do I hit the transfer portal? Armour Davis decides to stick it out. He remains with the program. He's had a, he had a great, he had a very good spring. Had a strong spring, had a strong summer. But right now in fall camp, it comes down between he and uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry for that starting job at right corner opposite Josh Job. So can uh, J.A.D. prove he deserves to be a starter? Can he show he's the guy for this job? Can he deliver that he's the man? Because McKinstry is going full after this spot. McKinstry wants to be the man at that number two boundary corner position opposite Job there. But those are our guys, man. Those are the big four. You got your MVP and Will Anderson. You got your breakout player and Tim Smith. Got your rising star in Malachi Moore. You got the players with the most approved in DJ Dale and Jalen Armour Davis. This comes on the defensive side of the ball as my big four. We go to a break right now, folks. Don't touch that down because upon our return, we jump back to the phone lines to take your calls, your thoughts, your dialogue, your opinions, your viewpoint, having a conversation with you right after this. Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit weownthefourthquarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. What's up, Bama Nation? This is Rudy Griffin, former Alabama defensive lineman, and you're listening to my guy, Stephen M. Smith, in my own words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll! You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now, you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth-quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. 
Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. We are back in, folks. We are back in from the break of the number one form for Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, touchdown Alabama Magazine on a Friday TGIF edition of the show. Fall camp preseason action back here for your Crimson Tide was out there today. Enjoy getting all the footage, all the videos, all the content for you, the Alabama football faithful. Got to shout out Jimmy Cash Clay, money in the bag. That $20 donation coming from Jimmy Clay, continuing to help us out here on the show. As we are back in, phone lines open, call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in to let your voice be heard, 205-448-1358. We grab a call right here. You're live on the show. What's happening? Hey, Steve, this is Phil calling from Wetumpka. How are you? Doing well in yourself. Doing, doing great, thank you. Uh, I was calling. I'm just so fired up about this year. I've been an Alabama fan going on about 26 years now, and I can't recall a year where I've been this excited about just the entire team. We are just so stacked from top to bottom. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what Bryce is going to do. But this defense, the defense from the, the line, the linebackers, the 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 DBs, I, I'm I'm just I'm thinking ninety two defense and I just remember that defense and the ninety two two thousand eleven. I mean, I'm I'm just fired up, man. I mean, I know you were at practice today. I mean, uh, am I gonna see the same types of the stuff like that? I think so. I I 100% believe so, absolutely. I'm, I am juiced up to see this season going out there and, and watching those guys, watching the linebackers inside and outside, watching the defensive line and the energy that Freddie Roach infuses into those guys, watching the offensive line. I know no more Dickerson, Alex Leatherwood, no more Deontay Brown, but watching the offensive line go to work, and especially Bryce Young in that quarterback room, there is so much to be excited about where this team is concerned. I'm happy about it. Appreciate the call from my man there, Alec Wotomka, checking us out here. We go to our next call. You're live on the show. What's going on? Steven, I had to call back in, man. <laughs> I had to call back in, Steven. I got What's a going question. on, Senator? Man, so <clears throat> everybody keeps talking about Jalen Armour Davis not being able to, you know, pan out or whatever. Um, how, how short of a lease you think Saban is going to give him? You think he's going to have like a, a Tony Brown um, type type lease, being that this is the year that he he needs to show up and you know take advantage? You think 
You think Saban's going to have him on that type of leash, or do you think he's going to get that freedom to, um, you know, make those mistakes and grow kind of like um, my boy Diggs did, Trey, uh, Trayvon Diggs? I think Armour Davis is, is going to get that freedom. I mean, I think people forget at times when Armour Davis came, Saban was head over heels for this dude when he came out of Mobile in the 2018 class. It's just unfortunate that he got hurt when he did before his freshman year started, and he got recruited over. But I think one thing Saban loves is when stuff don't go your way, what's your resolve? What's your fight? What's your mental? And Armour Davis could have been left. He battled his way up. He dug himself up. He's put himself in a spot where he's held on to the, to the starting job at right corner throughout this entire offseason. I think Saban's going to give him some freedom here to uh, – I, I think it's Armour Davis's job to lose. He has to show right. that he is not capable. He has to show it. Exactly. And, and that's what I was going to say, man. I remember uh, just, just looking at him the first spring game, you know, like that guy's footwork was what was so amazing and his strength off the – you know, on the jam. Like, I I just can't – I don't see too many outside receivers playing outside that's going to be able to just beat our DBs, our corners, our outside corners, just one-on-one because Job is, is so physical that his his only his only weakness to me was his footwork. That's why he would get caught slipping sometimes. But Armour Davis is a better Job to me. You know, Brian, the same size. Uh, he's a little bit faster than Job, you know. So, I mean, like, we're stacked, man. I just hope it pans out. I hope he could come in and get the anxiety out the way early against Miami and just play shut down throughout the rest of the year because I want Kool-Aid to ease his way in. I want Kool-Aid to be able to come in and make 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 plays. I want Kyrie Jackson to be able to come in on spot spot decisions and make plays, you know, not be dependent on the, to carry a heavy load, but to make these spot plays and let the guys that's been in this system that's doing work, that's earned it, carry that load and lead this defense to secondary, man. But that's all I wanted to weigh in on, Steven. I appreciate you taking my call again, bro. Absolutely. Appreciate Senator Orr for the call there. I'm going to say this about J.A.D. before we hit our topic. Think Levi Wallace. I think Armour Davis can have a Levi Wallace year. Because Levi came out of nowhere. From walk-on to got the scholarship in 2016, and in 2017, the brother exploded. 15 pass breakups, three picks, including one for a touchdown. So I think Jay and Armour Davis can potentially have a Levi Wallace type of season. But we're going to go here to a quick topic right now, and that's the Alabama, you know, the Crimson Tide, with more guys added to a preseason award watch list. This would be the Rotary Lombardi Award, uh, award watch list, and the six guys for the Crimson Tide name for this. You've got offensive lineman Evan Neal, offensive lineman Emil Echior, defensive lineman Fidarian Mathis, linebacker Christian Harris, linebacker Henry Tooto, and linebacker Will Anderson. The six guys named to the Rotary Lombardi Award preseason watching list. And, like, and, and as you heard, a lot of those guys are defense. People are really excited about this Alabama defense. Not just the Bama fans, so you guys make up the mass majority, but you look at the national media, they're chirping about it. You look at these preseason award watch lists, they're chirping about it. You look at these All-American teams, a lot of these All-American teams have players from the Alabama defense. There's a lot of excitement, there's a lot of buzz, there's a lot of passion, there's a lot of, oh my gosh, could it be about this defense right now? So. 
kudos to uh, those six guys on the Rotary Lombardi Award preseason watching list. We got a shout out Mechanic before the break. That $10 donation coming in from my man Mechanic helping us out here on the show. But as we go to break right now, folks, we'll touch that down when we get back. We tidy up loose ends by continuing a conversation on evaluating position coaches. We dive into the three expectations for wide receivers coach Holman Wiggins right after this. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Marvin Constant, All-SEC linebacker and 1999 SEC champion. You are listening to In My Own Words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll Tide. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Are back here from the break, number one form for Crimson Tide football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Got a shout out, Jimmy Clay, one more time. An $11 donation coming from Jimmy Cash. Jimmy, Batman Clay, helping us out here on the show. Now, before we get into, you know, TDAware.com and the final topic, is it me or has the, uh, have the Las Vegas Raiders become the next team with just a boatload of Bama players. I mean, the Raiders have Alex Leatherwood. They've got Lester Cotton, if I'm not mistaken. They've got uh, Henry Ruggs. And now they've got the entire Crimson Tide backfield. When you look at Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, B.J. Emmons, former Alabama running back. And now they've recently signed Bo Scarborough. The Raiders have Bo Scarborough also. So John Gruden and Mike Mayock were going if they came from Bama, go get them. If they came from Bama, sign them. If Nick Saban had anything to do with their career, go put them on payroll. So the Las Vegas Raiders, the silver and black, becoming the new team with just multiple Bama players on it uh, across the board. But got to always remind you guys of TDAware.com. That is TDAware.com. For all of you Bama fans still overjoyed with the Crimson Tides National Championship, we want you to check out our championship collection merch. This means you grab you an 18 of them things, folks, hoodie, T-shirt, or sweatshirt, as well as our Got 18 We Do shirts. Designs that feature all 18 championship years on the back. You head on over to TDAware.com. That is TDAware.com. And you click on the Championship Collections merch tab and you get you that gear today. Showing that support for Coach Saban, the University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at Touchdown 
Alabama Magazine. But we are back into the conversation of evaluating uh, or, provi or providing expectations for assistant coaches on Nick Saban's staff at Alabama. And we've done uh, Pete Golding. We've done uh, Bill O'Brien. We've done Freddie Roach. And now we're back on the offensive side of the ball. And we look at Holman Wiggins, wide receivers coach Holman Wiggins, entering his third year with the program, came in 2019 uh, from um, Virginia Tech. And he is the lone holdover. He's the lone offensive holdover from the 2020 coaching staff. So Nick Saban uh, takes great pride and great respect in what Wiggins does as the wide receivers coach. Now he's he's not a he's not a very talkative guy. You don't really hear about him as much. But when you talk about a savvy technician in terms of him knowing what to do, him knowing how to coach, him being able to have these receivers craft these routes, get open, create separation, take the top off the defense, using your body to come in and out of the break. Wiggins is one of the best out there. In 2019, uh, in his first year, he helped both Jerry Judy and Devontae Smith both achieve 1,000-yard seasons, helped Jerry Judy go on to be a first-round pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, number 15 overall by the Denver Broncos. And then last year, we saw what Wiggins did with the great Devontae Smith, Mr. Slim Reaper himself, over 1,800 yards receiving, 23 touchdowns, Heisman Trophy winner, Belitnikoff Award winner, the whole nine yards, and Wiggins helped Smitty be a top 10 pick as the Eagles picked him up number 10 overall first round of this recent draft. So we are seeing what Wiggins is about. I mean, like I said, not the most talkative guy, but he knows how to get the work done in terms of the receiver. So as we look at, you know, the three main expectations for him uh, for this year, number one for Wiggins is producing uh, the next first-round pick in John Mechie. Got to produce the next first-round pick here in Mechie. And uh, Alabama is wide receiver U. We know this since 2011. It's had six guys go in the first round of respective drafts. Julio went first round, Amari Cooper first round, Calvin Ridley first round, Judy, Ruggs, Smitty first round, Waddle first round. So all six of those. Uh, John Mechie trying to be the number seven guy to go in the first round. I remember Nick Saban mentioned a while back that, you know, Mechie has the potential, he has the ability and the capability to be the next top 10 of the next first round uh, selection here for the Crimson Tide. And, and last year, he was explosive. He was. 55 catches, 916 yards, fourth in the SEC where receiving yards are concerned. Had six touchdowns, had two 100-yard games against Texas A&M and Tennessee. So we, we know the potential is there. We know the big playability is there for Mechie too be a primetime receiver. It's just for Holman Wiggins. You know, can he pop out Mechie as the number seven guy to go first round coming from the University of Alabama? So that's the first expectation right there. Number two for Wiggins would be, uh, will he have one of these true freshman wide receivers emerge? One of these true freshman guys. Whether it's Aja Hall, Christian Leary, JoJo Earl, Ja'Cory Brooks, will he have one of these four emerge as either a starter or get significant playing time uh, at the program? We, we've seen this also 
freshman wide receivers who come in here and whether they instantly become starters or they get significant playing time in year one, they do things in fall camp that have you go, we got to put this young man on the field. We have to play this guy. I mean, Julio Jones did that in 2008. John Parker Wilson was like, when in doubt, go to Julio. He's big, he's tall, he's freakish, he's athletic. It's insane how good that guy is. 2012, Amari Cooper didn't start out as a starter, but he grew into being a starter. Uh, the coaching staff couldn't keep him off the field, and he had a 1,000-yard year in 2012, had 1,000 yards dead on the head. And then 2015, you know, Calvin Ridley did not begin his career as a starter. It took some injuries to propel him, but once he got on the field and started going to work, folks were like, oh, mama, Calvin Ridley cannot have that guy off the field. It's the same thing with Judy, Ruggs, Smith, and, and Waddle. So we've seen these freshmen, they get on the field, they wow us, they amaze us, they mesmerize us. You have to play them. So between Earl, Hall, Leary, Brooks, can Holman Wiggins pop out one of these four, having them emerge as a significant player in this, in this season right here, upcoming. And the final expectation here for Wiggins would be, well, he, can he pop back-to-back Belitnikoff Award winners? This is something that has not happened in the Nick Saban era, popping back-to-back Belitnikoff Award winners in consecutive seasons. We've seen a Belitnikoff Award winner in Amari Cooper in 2014. Then we've seen a Belitnikoff Award winner in Jerry Judy 2018. And then we saw one in Devontae Smith this past season. But Bama has never had, you know, back-to-back Belitnikoff Award winners. Can Wiggins be the coach to pop this out with Smitty winning it 2020 and then Mechie coming back and taking it in this season right here? And uh, there have been a lot of national media outlets, you know, leaving Mechie off these lists of top receiver returning to college football, whether it's pro football focus or whomever uh, the people or the outlets may be. You know, leaving Mechie off those lists of top guys, top wideouts, top weapons, returning to the college football ranks. So uh, for Wiggins, you know, can he get two back-to-back Blitnikoff Award winners and just have people going, you know, what is Wiggins doing down there in Tuscaloosa? Like, like how come nobody is taking this guy away from Coach Saber? Like, he's, he's popping Heisman winners. He's popping Blitnikoff guys. He's popping, you know, two 1,000-yard receivers in the same season. Like, what is Wiggins doing down there? So those will be the three expectations uh, for him. Producing the first-round pick in John Mechie, uh, getting one of these four freshman receivers to emerge, and then trying to uh, pop out a second consecutive uh, Fred Belitnikoff Award winner in back-to-back seasons. But as always, Tide Nation, you want the best in news, notes, information, and coverage on your favorite program. Uh, you can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you got the Android phone. For your audio listening needs, we got you right here. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, iHeartRadio. Got you covered. Got a shout-out, Jimmy Clay. 
and McConnick again. Jimmy Carter, five-dollar donation. McConnick going, I got 65 for you. So McConnick and Jimmy Clay helping us out to close the show down. Appreciate the love from both of those two and all of you writing in, chatting in, calling in, donating in, having some fun here. First day of preseason camp for your Crimson Tide. For uh, As always, you can, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link will be found in the description. If you're also trying to copy that fresh edition, that print, that print edition of TDA, the magazine, you go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member, a subscriber today. If you're also trying to get your hands on that four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry, courtesy of our guys at weowndefourthquarter.com. That's weowndefourthquarter.com. That link in the description as well. But until next time, folks, husbands, love your wives. Wives appreciate value those husbands, children. We got the weekend, baby. Weekend is here, but still, do the right thing, the fun thing, the smart thing, the good thing, the legitimate thing to not be bored. You get you those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. You protect yourself, protect the loved ones around you. Till next time, folks. I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith. This has been In My Own Words.